It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, can I take you back a long, long time? What's your earliest memory of being involved with Lock Rovers? Well, being involved, I suppose, was we we won we won the, in my time anyway. We won the, the junior championship, the city championship in 1959. No, we didn't win it since. Rangers is a terrible vibe yeah, for a club like the Lock, but um, that was my first involvement with them. We won the championship in 59. We had a very good team, but <clears throat> you know, I suppose it didn't last. And you see, the ban was in operation that time. You just couldn't. It was very strictly enforced, as you know. I mean, um, a couple of the lads went off, I suppose, playing soccer, and the team didn't progress as it should. It was always a problem with junior teams in the city. Like I said, the, the ban was a, was a big problem, like because um, lads would go off playing soccer, and you just couldn't play them, like, you know. Even there, I remember in the, uh, I think it was sometime in the 70s, I think it was, or was it the 60s and 60s, uh, we, we had a great team now. Like I said, we were, we were good enough to probably rattle the county anyway. Now, we, we only won, lost one match that year. But you see, we lost our goalkeeper through an objection. The lad was <coughs> walking in Lunham's. And he turned over the Lunham soccer team. And you see, they were after starting the interfirm soccer. And it was hard to blame lads, like, not to go out and play with the, with the lads they were working with, I suppose. And he went here and out and he played a soccer match. And uh, <laughs> he was spotted on the newspaper that took a photograph of the team and he wasn't cute enough to cover up. And they identified him. And, like, it, it cost us... It, it cost us the, I say it cost us the junior championship, like. No, we 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 only lost one match that year, but we only got one trophy out of, out of the whole thing, you know. We, we yeah, he the objection was in the, in the McCartan Cup semi final, which we won by goals, but they objected to him, and um, so we were thrown out of that. And so, Noel, going back to that nineteen uh, nineteen fifty nine City uh, Championship win, fifty nine. Uh, what do What do you remember about the final? Well, I tell you, we played Brian Dillons in the final. We had a. I said it was an easy win. Like we were well over Dillons. Like the big game that year was the semi final in the Mayor Dyke against the Bears. 
was a great game, like, we, we, we got through that. The Bells were very strong because they went over to the, over the senior county in the first round that year. And um, naturally then, like, they had, <laughs> they had a big pick then for the junior team. But uh, we slipped them up the dike by, I think it was 2-5, two, two, two I think to 1-7 was the final score. Of course, you, you wasn't playing with a small ball, no, that time. And there was none of this tipping around, you know. It was man-for-man-for-man man man acting, like. Real, I call it real Holland, not because the lock were playing, but that's the way Holland was played at the time. And, of course, that game against, uh, against the Bars, that must have been, uh, I suppose, uh, I won't say there was needle in it, but it must have been special because you're all from the same area. Oh, it was very special. It was very special. Because, exactly. So we were all, like, <laughs> we all knew one another, like. Uh, so we, we, we probably be with one another during the week to a, be, to a great extent. Uh, but there was a big crowd out then as well. It was a double header. The Brian Dillons were in the other semi-final against Mayfield. And that was also a local derby. The two semi-finals were played in the mail, like it was Sunday evening. I said it was a massive crowd, I know, for a junior match, like. But you you get big crowds in the Mardike that time at the junior matches, like. And when you mentioned the Mardike, like, that was where all the games that time were played. Oh, yeah, well, we were at the final, actually, that yellow was played in the, in the park, like. Uh, ourselves and Dylan's played in the park. But um, you get more, almost a bit an awful lot of the matches would be played in, um, in, in the... And the Mardike. The following year, now Mayfield beat us in the first round, and I was played on the park. And the following year, then we met Mayfield in the first round, and we beat him, and it was played up the dike. I can remember these matches, eh, because I was involved in them myself. And um, I said that we had a great crowd, like, but I suppose you, when you look back in it, like, <laughs> like, like every team that didn't win it thinks we should have done a bit better, like. And what what was the training that time? Noel, what, what was the training like that time? The training that time was you mostly with the holding in the hand, and we'd be like we uh, you'd be playing ground holding, and you'd be playing like backs and forwards though, shoulder to shoulder. But it would be fairly tough now. There'd be nobody holding back like you know. We'd have one or two out the field sending in balls, maybe come a team in, and uh, like you know they'd vary for there'd be. And you you play from there then, and whoever was running the team then wouldn't be on calling and pointing out your mistake and how you were positioning yourself and you were too far away off the man. Oh, it was fairly hard, like, fairly hard training now. But um, we wouldn't have a great emphasis on running now. We do do maybe... (coughs) We might do a round of the field and three or four sprints. And... (coughs) But for that, like we be we be after being holding for an hour or two. The whole it was me mostly holding, like. I know that you've had a number of of homes down through the years, like you played games in the Mardak. You were out in Bishopstown at one stage. Oh well, we had um, <clears throat> we had a field in Bishopstown from the county board. Um, they had land out there. Oh, where the Bishopstown complexes now they owned it. He owned it all that land, so we, we had a field there, courtesy of the county board, but 
they sold it to Bishop Sound and over our heads, right? So we were, we were left with nowhere. They told us we could <coughs> share the pitch with commercials. But I mean, it was we felt we shouldn't be, we couldn't be moving in, be moving in on commercials like that. I mean, you know, it wasn't fair, right? And we then, had no place to train. We just got down the lock and we just got down to, <coughs> down the road there to. <coughs> Um, down there in Ballyfee Hand there was a field and we got down there and we'd puck around if we could but it was, it was, it was really hard going because it was, it was like we were so used to having the fields you know we had the field for a couple of years right at least now Noel your current venue out the straight road is a it's a fantastic facility ah oh, it is we have a good facility out there now and with the help of God, like, there'll be more improvements carried out there, which is fairly good. And I mean, we're, we're not stuck for a pitch, that's the main thing. You've, um, been, you've been involved in the club all your life as your secretary for, for years and years. Uh, the club means a lot to you. What would the course, you see? Well, well like, the club was part of the parish, you see. And like the, the, in my time, anyway, it was all about the parish, like, which was the same in other parishes. Like you'd hear the lock and you'd hear Blackpool and you'd hear the Dillons in Mayfield. They were all Black Rock, of course. Like, they were all very proud of their club. We'd be, we'd be the same, like, you know. Um, we were fiercely proud of the club. And uh, you, you just didn't give up on the field. Like, you had to, you know, even if we were well behind, you had to keep going. Like, you had to sort of... You had honour the club, like, and you had to respect your jersey. And you were saying to me earlier on in the week when I was talking to you before the interview, you were explaining that such was the the love that the people in your area had for their own parish that even shopping-wise, they'd never go into town. They'd do, do, they'd do all their shopping locally. Oh, yeah. You see, you see, in my time, things were very local. No, the lo- I, I, like, I suppose... I myself now lived in a terrace of houses. There was 36 houses in the terrace. I'll just give you an example. It was a cul-de-sac. Now, there was 18 houses at one side and 18 at the other side. And up on top then, there was a wall. So there was one way in and one way out was a cul-de-sac. And, you know, we used to have games there, like. There'd be no traffic there then, you see. We used to have Holland games there, and I, I, we had 15 sides there some nights. No, there was great Hollers lived in that area. Like there was, there was a Tom Hull, the cock goalkeeper, no, the Ford, not all lived there. His next door neighbour, a, a, a man named Flaherty, uh, had a few county medals with the Bears at full forward. Um, Tony Sullivan played junior, a junior RL medal with cock. Was playing Pat Sullivan, his brother, um, Shawnee Fitzpatrick. He wanted to he'd be a brother now with Eamon that played with the Bears, and Eamon himself. I mean, <laughs> the fellow next door to me signed for Glasgow Celtic. He was only when he was a young man, like. Now he'd been older than me, but had a war broke out then, and he couldn't uh, he couldn't go over, like. There was, it was no real talent all over the place. And then, of course, you had the lock leagues. They'd be fed down the lock in the summer, and like, they'd be two, they'd be under 12, and they'd be under 14, and under 12 league. 
Oh, and holding, of course. I never look at them football over there. We had no football leagues. Just holding. And it'd be ferocious games over there, Paul. There'd be Gladys Street, Sanford Bells Road, Paula Duff, <laughs> Glasheen, the Lock, Prosperity Square. They'd all have team cream on buildings. We'd all have a team, and there'd be ferocious and ferocious crowds there. Of course, at that time, there was no television. And you see, the, the mat, those matches will be played in the evenings. And it was a great place for people to go. And Dan Hobbs, he was a, a very well-known man in the jail, Cork. He lived in the lock, and he, uh, he, super, he more or less supervised the game. Like he looked after the crowd and made sure they wouldn't enroach on the pitch and all that. He was a well-known and respected kind of a dominant man, but a great man, like. To do work like that. I I I I remember Jack Lynch coming then, coming down one year, and he started off the leagues. He, he of course he was at the height of his fame, I suppose, but he was also uh, uh, I think he was a minister. He he, is, he might have been his first time being a minister in the government, and he threw in the bar to start the rock league and all that like. And of course you'd have Sean Condon then he. He'd make appearance like he was a god in the parish, an absolute god in the parish, like. I mean, when we were kids and we'd see him, we'd see him walking up the road. We, we, we'd follow him up the road just to be behind him, you know. He, 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 was, he was, I suppose, he was all god anyway when we were young. Noel, you mentioned earlier on uh, briefly that you're, the type of hurling that you were playing that time. I gather you're not a fan of the hurling that Car- the style of hurling that Car- uh, no, Carker no, are playing that, at the you moment. You see, that style of hurling that they're playing now, if, I honestly tell you now, if you played that kind of hurling in my time, you'd have been taken off the field. Now, like, the idea of a goalkeeper poking the ball out to a cornerback You'd be looking for the goalkeeper. You are you you expected to attack their goal on every puck out, and of course, she's the same the other for the other side, like. And there was an expectancy there in the half hour line from centre field up like for the next ball and where's it coming and you'd be making out signs like so the goalkeeper would be giving you you would have it planned before the match if you knew where it was going to come from the sign you got from your goalkeeper. And it was like it was, a, it was a savage, a, a savage tussle and for possession, like, and um, they, 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 that was that, that was the game, and it was to keep the ball moving in all the time. Like if you up, if you picked the ball and it didn't come up there, you you'd be in trouble. Like if I didn't show that, let's play on it, like, and when we'd be out there training, we we play awful. I'd say most of it would be ground holding, like first time holding, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was a common practice that time now, and I'm not exaggerating. I, like, you put on the ball in the air, you wouldn't be putting up your hand. Jesus, like, if you were loose and no one around you, you'd stick up the hand. But the first man I, 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 I recall to be putting up his hand in a dangerous fashion, I thought, was Jack Lynch. But like Jack Lynch was Jack Lynch, sort of. He wouldn't be able to do what he did. And he, another uh, uh, sort of thing he was doing was batting the ball from that centre field, whereas up to then the centre field would always pull on the overhead ball and be expected to connect with it, like. 
feature in the game. No, we don't. If you, I don't know when last I saw somebody put on a high bar in the air and connect with it and send it on its way. I just don't know. I mean, in junior holding and in our holding. And I remember the, the coaching we used to get in the school. It's purely contrary to what's been played at today. Like you were expected to get it and get rid of it fast, as fast as you could. No, because he gave him a possession. I was a very prominent man on the television, on the Sunday game there a few weeks ago. And he said, like, first ground holding, it doesn't matter about ground holding, you know, because there's none of it played. Like the most honest thing you'd see then, and for anybody that played the game in that time, you went out there shoulder to shoulder with a man, you ran out, say, ran out to the wing for a, a, a ball that was lying there, and you pulled honestly on the ball with that man shoulder to shoulder. And you know something, there was nothing, there was nothing more satisfying, no more thrilling than that. I remember Willie John and Matty Fowey, they, they, were, they, were, they, they were two cock wing backs there at one stage, and they, like, Jesus, like, it, was, it, it was marvelous to see him. But just as the men they were up against were equal to what they did. It was thrilling to see it, like. But we, 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 I don't know if you pull shoulder to shoulder now, I hear the whistle going. So obviously, uh, Noel Christie Ring would certainly not have been a well, fan I of what's been there opinion, now. If Christie Ring was playing the game at the moment, and if he was playing with a team that were employing them tactics, he'd come out and threaten them to send in the ball. Hey, Christie Ring hanging around inside in the square, and you, you, you hand passing and tip tapping out the field. He wouldn't tolerate that man. He, 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 he's want that ball in there. And that was the whole object. Get it in, get it in, get it in. There was a full forward line in there. Then you expect him to start blasting there, like to blast in a few goals. Should have very few goals. Scored now. I was looking at Cock and Waterford there last week. No, Waterford scored a goal and 27 points, and they lost the match. At that time, you couldn't score 27. You won't show me anywhere on the record at that time where 27 or even 20 points were scored. You wouldn't be, it wouldn't be tolerated. It wouldn't be allowed. The opposition wouldn't allow it. Like, you wouldn't be able to kick the ball that much. You'd be blown out of it. Noel, before I let you go, I have to mention a very, very famous uh, relation that you have, Saoirse Noonan, uh, she's obviously a person you're very, very proud of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a great girl. She's my daughter's daughter. Uh, she, she's been, she, I used to pick her up when I retired there at first. I used to pick her up every day from school and all that. So, uh, she was, she's a great girl, like, and um, a lovely girl, though, in every way. I must, but she was, a, she, she was a topper at the holidays, like, at the Camogie. She played with the Bears. And uh, she, uh, of course, she was a natural football, but she was a natural holder to what And she was playing basketball and she was playing Gaelic. The Bears had no Gaelic football team, that, no ladies team that time, so she played with Nemo, that would be her father's club. And uh, she was very good at the Gaelic football, very equally good, I started at the Camogie. And uh, she won a lot of trophies with the Bears and the Camogie. 
there were a lovely, a lovely team they had out at that time. And um, but you see, she loved soccer all the time, all the time she loved the soccer and played. There's plenty of uh, women's soccer now in Cork. She was uh, playing the soccer, and uh, she got she was picked for Ireland at school school girls level. They went over to England and played there, and that made a huge impact on her. They played in some school international schools competition over. She was playing for Ireland, and then she was picked for. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 